mama, are you stuck, trapped, feeling like you just cannot find the answers no matter where you look? Mainstream advice is just not working anymore. You've searched everywhere and bought everything and you still feel like you and your kids are stuck in a grindy trap. Well, I am here to help you find solutions that integrate your kids into your life so it can feel flowy and easy and fun because I know that's available to all of us. Hey guys, me again in my wardrobe. My kids are running downstairs and screaming a lot and I've tried to close all the doors but it's just me hanging out in here with my floral dresses but if you do hear screaming it's my kids having fun and I debated long and hard today about recording this I'm thinking oh I should just leave it you know the kids are too noisy oh I should make the kids be quiet but like it's just not how I live my life and if you do hear some screaming they're having fun <laughs> so I got this like massive response to talking about the central nervous system um, on my Instagram stories the other day and I thought I would continue it on with some learning that I went through today and something that I've sort of understood for quite a while but then when you really see it go when you really see and feel it happen it feels very significant um quite a while ago maybe this time last year I gave some advice that if you wanted your any children in your home any age I'm talking a baby a teen your school age kids if you're wanting them to be more responsive to you or to listen to you basically do what you ask that you always ask while physically touching them. And the way I suggested doing this was to almost cup your hand and hold their shoulder blade as you ask, usually lingering there for a few moments before and after. So actually giving the brain cognition time to move through what they were already possibly in the middle of and also move through what you're saying and respond to it. Now, I've done heaps more reading even since then and what I understand now is even more from this is that this is all part of the central nervous system and when your nerves are connecting with your child, it's an electrical charge, right? So when you put your hand there, um, you're creating a healing response in their body and what happens is as you put your hand there, water from your body rushes and water from their body rushes and you're actually having a cellular transfer. <laughs> this is pretty crazy. Um, but the reason it's so important is we have so much power and connection with our children and I think this has kind of got mixed up with like really soft attachment, sleeping with our kids only kind of parenting, when I really think being clearly responsive 
to the people around us and not distracted by everything else we have to do is where the magic truly happens. And so if you're giving your child an instruction that involves placing your hand on them, it likely doesn't even matter what instruction you're giving them. The words don't matter. They can almost feel what you're asking through your tone, through your vibration, through the connection between each other. That is where the asking and receiving begins and ends. And our modern society has got so caught up in words. I think we actually have an addiction to words and an addiction to uh, the weight we give words in our society. And the thing with parenting is... I find the parents that say less and be more get the most satisfaction from being a mother. And so another part of this was this morning my toddler had a tantrum. I really dislike, let's say a meltdown, those words, (laughs) because they're very labelling and very confining but he wasn't managing his emotions well and he was really upset that he couldn't sit in the front of the car and this wouldn't be you know I don't think it's particularly typical behavior for him but it would be very confusing that everyone else takes turns and he's not part of that turn-taking process and the others sometimes fight over taking turns right and so he was just so upset so upset and I don't often see him that upset and I could see that he truly could not understand how this worked and you could see that it was being felt through every it's making me feel sad every cell of his body and I tried initially to like talk about, okay, Mike, you're too small. You need to sit in your car seat. That's what's safest for you. And it was just sending him into more of a state. And again, that's not typical. He's usually pretty responsive to me and to my voice and me holding him. But he was just so upset. And after a while, I was like, Kiki, there's no words left here. There's no words left necessary. His whole central nervous system has shut down. His nerves are like standing on end. And he's scared and he's frightened and he's scared of himself and the feelings he's having feel more than what he can manage. And because I don't see my kids in that state very often, I actually started to feel upset myself. And I was like... It's okay to feel sad, but also you need to be the point of safety here. And so I stopped trying to speak. I stopped trying to explain. And I simply just sat there with him on my lap. And it was a long time, like a good five minutes. And then he tried to hop off my lap and he went to walk away. And he looked back at me. 
and I was just still sitting there trying to remain calm and he came back to me and when he touched me again his body started to slow and you could feel the rhythmic process of his body trying so desperately to regulate itself and then he started screaming again um, about sitting in the front, sitting in the front, car seat in the front, car seat in the front. And he was repeating the same things over and over again. Car seat in the front, sit in the front, car seat in the front. And I just continued to sit there. And it was another good five minutes. All up, the whole thing probably went for about 20 to 25 minutes, which is super unusual. And... The longer I stayed quiet, the more his body started to melt into mine. And with the melting into mine, the screaming slowly started to dissipate the further he got into my body and the more of him that began to touch me the sooner the screaming was stopping and I was starting to realize that this is like a cellular exchange with young babies and babies that are breastfed you could probably see it um, but it's not usually under distress sometimes it could definitely be under distress circumstances but this was under distress circumstances and that my cells we're rushing to his cells to help them repair. And here's the thing. If I had left him, if I had isolated him, if I had punished him, if I had, and sometimes a mother doesn't have a choice in those things. The point of this is not to make someone feel guilty, but to make someone aware that your physical presence is purely just enough to regulate and heal and love and support your children beyond what science could ever provide evidence for. I've worked in early childhood for long enough to have seen every scope of behaviour management possible. And... I've seen so much humiliation and so much punishment and I've been part of that too. And those children can still grow up to be fine and okay. But I hope to provide a voice for the mums who know they want to be the change, for the mums who know they want to be the ones who don't have to send our kids to all these different places to feel better, that we have this capacity inside of us to stop whatever it is that we are doing, that we have the time, that we have the being, that we can do anything we need to do to help our child heal through moments in time. And that's not to say that he is broken. He is not broken in any shape or form. But in that moment, he needed me to show 
him how to regulate. And if I had punished him or removed him or got upset at him, I wouldn't have been able to teach him how to regulate in any way. So once a mother is able to soothe herself, no matter what, she can always soothe her child. Because when a mother knows that she doesn't need words to soothe and that she only needs her physical being, her physical well-being, she knows she's enough. She has nothing left to prove. She has nothing left to be. So, as you know, I do not want to take up lots of your time. I do not want you to spend too much time even listening to me. I want you to be out there living your life being with your children, loving your children, sitting with them through their tantrums, (laughs) running down the street after them, riding bikes, living the best existence that you possibly can. I dare you to go live your best, fullest, happiest, most amazing life. Sending you lots of love. Just wanted to let you know that my one-to-one coaching is doubling in price as of May. So now is your time to sign up. You have until the end of April where it's at $300 a month for one-to-one coaching. And we chat multiple times a day helping you out. And as of next month, it will be $600 a month. If you are a current customer, it stays the same because you're already signed up. So now is your chance now is your chance to shift into a new reality and a new way of being that is the best version of you i hope you see that and i hope you find that